0: All right. I think we're live. Uh, We'll see. And if not, we'll have a great conversation. It doesn't matter if we're live or not. Um, So we're here at the Right of Boom Conference in Tampa. And since we're getting started a few minutes early, I just wanted to take a few seconds to talk about that. Uh, Jason Slagle, my uh, much, much smarter and much better looking bearded friend uh <laughs> decided to join me and it really came up because you and i were chatting yeah, uh about sure. vulnerability disclosure programs but i do want to take a second and i want to talk about the wild west Hackin fest They're she didn't hear me They're it's okay down. wild west Hackin fest behind us may 4th san diego it's going to be fantastic 4th through 6th i will probably try to find my way there um but uh, it was nice of them to have a flyer if you want to see it like, get a little closer but they're going to do some really cool stuff. They're going to have a dinner on the Midway. It's going to be great. Um, but today we're at the Rite of Boom conference, which is a brand new cybersecurity yeah. conference for MSPs, and practitioners in the security field that serve small to mid-sized business. Is that yeah. a fair, I think that's fair classification? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jason, let me ask you this. We're, we're going to get started whether people are on or not yet. Um, if I was a company, if I'm a vendor, and I make code, and I use code of other people's to deliver my services and goods, what do you think I should be doing from a vulnerability disclosure program? And and to to set the stage for anybody that doesn't understand what that is, whenever you have weaknesses in something, let's think about your car, for example. When your car has a problem, at some point, when they discover that the 2017 Thunderbird you're driving, I don't think they made it, but this, this, this car you're driving had a problem, they have a ability to disclose that they have the ability to go back and fix it and then recall duty.
1: it the duty yeah yeah not an ability
0: it's like we got i'm gonna be squinting a little bit can we speak up how about this is this better yeah, we can do that. it's hard to hear you through the beard somebody might have been trolling me though i'm not sure but can you guys hear us okay now go ahead and comment if you yeah. uh if you can Okay, we'll get to pre-clipping levels here. Yeah, no, it's fine. It might have been a troll. The point, the point was, um, you know, when we have vulnerability disclosures, I touche, that's great. All right, I'm not going to lean up every time. Yeah. I've got short eyes, guys. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Trouble. <laughs> oh, God.
2: <laughs> hey, did y'all hear? No, what? Did you hear? What? Endpoint visibility is here. Do you know who has in point visibility?
0: This is the first time I've heard this on social what? media. What? This
2: time. is the first time? First no time. way. I swear to God. Absolutely not. <laughs> in point visibility is here with LionGuard, y'all. Uh,
0: Lionguard.com. Okay, I'm lying. I may have heard this like seven hundred yeah. point nine times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you might earn yourself a position in taking care of our old eyes and reading those yeah. comments for me so I can post oh, them. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I second that. To- mm-hmm.
0: Great before and after. Oh, somebody was messing with me. You sorry bastards. Good for you. In <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> point visibility. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> All you missed. You throw as good as me. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so the point, though, is is that, and, and I kind of distill it, is that if I'm a vendor and I have, you know, vulnerabilities – how do I set up and have an actual program? What is your best case? Like, what would you define as the right answer for it?
1: So, I mean, to me, it comes down to transparency, right? So uh, if if the vulnerability existed, as the partner, I don't know whether or not I was actually exploited by it or vulnerable to it or, or what happened okay. if I don't know about it and hear about it. Uh, so, you know, I favor I, I realize that not everyone is transparent about it and, and probably never will be. Right. But I, I I mean, to me, that's the gold standard. Right. Is that we we need to publicly talk about when people get things wrong because people get things wrong. Right. It's yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think we Hans are Loman human says everyone. Oops. Right. It's A hundred percent joke on everyone poops. Uh, it. If I see a, a Vendor out there that has like literally no security stuff listed, I just yeah. assume it's very insecure and they're just not talking about
0: it. Right. Or that they're just so immature yeah.
1: that they don't even think about the
0: impact of the data they collect yeah. and the things that they're touching and in that way. And, you know, it's funny because you, you talk about um, vulnerabilities and, and people talk about one of their fears. And, and you said this well, I, I, at PAX 8, when I am trying to advise, the only two things I talk about when you're trying to discover how you're going to handle these vulnerabilities is be humble and be transparent, right? And a lot of people, there's legal aspects and there's these things, but I'll take you one simple example from the corporate world. How many vulnerabilities has Palo Alto had in the last two years? And Pulse VPN. Yeah. And like, you, there's thousands of them and they read them every week yeah. and people talk about them. And guess what? Their stock prices too okay. Yeah, they, they make money. 100%. They sell product. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, for, for, for the conversation, in my mind, it's like, someone has a vulnerability they find. If a threat actor finds that vulnerability, yep. right? If they're enumerating log4j and they happen to realize that the Gen D device naming aspects can yeah. be used to go to an LDAP server, and then they start working on that, they can start attacking. And to your point as an MSP, you don't know if they have. Yeah. Unless you have the detailed information, the vulnerability yep. feeds, the information of that kind of stuff. So where have you seen it gone wrong? Uh,
1: oh, no names. Oh, no, I won't name names. No names, but uh, what are the bad things? I mean, things? we have... Uh, some of the bigger vendors in our space, I feel like, often aren't as transparent as they could be about it. Uh, I mean, I see cases with some vendors where they'll release a security update, right? But it won't be called out. You Like, you have to go to their trust site to know that this new version of the software you're installing yeah, yeah. is... It becomes a proactive thing you yeah. to do constantly. Right? Like, it's that, not right? in the release notes. Like, how how... How are security things not in your release notes, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you get other vendors that just they just don't talk about it, right? It's right. Uh, it, it's there. A lot of these software packages are big in our space. Are big complex monsters built out of a ton of components. Those components might have vulnerabilities, and even if they right. don't, right? There, these are big complex things. The thought that every line of code is going to be perfect is just not a thing.
0: What's funny is. They're either are or aren't consuming from that upline code yeah. vulnerability feeds, right? So they might still be yeah. using, let's just say I may have found Chrome 57 in one of the thick binaries, right? Yeah. And Chrome 57 had 2,700 vulnerabilities known to me at that time. Yep. And when I asked the vendor about this, because I, I personally went into this vendor and said, hey, I, I can't move forward with this. I have Chrome yeah. 57 running on my machines and, and that's failing. And their answer was, well, but we're using a software package for our financial connection that doesn't update that anymore. And we can't go any further past it. And I think that it's that – I guess we're kind of talking about the whole problem, right? You have have poor coding practices. You have reliance with no software bill of goods, if you will, but specifically on the vulnerability disclosure. So – I, Matt Lee, notice a weird thing with authentication, right? And I've I've reported a vulnerability once, right? It was through Kyle and he helped me out with it. But, you know, you find this vulnerability, you find this problem, and you just simply care enough to tell the vendor, "Yeah, this is a problem, right? Yeah. How's that received?
1: Uh, Depends on the vendor, right? There are vendors that uh, you just will literally never hear anything back from. Right. Uh, There are vendors that, uh, you hear back from, and they may or may not fix it. There are vendors still, and I cringe to say this that get legally towards you, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, In I fact, just recently, yeah, won. just recently, I had a thinly veiled threats of litigation because if I lose I any found. money because yeah, of this, yeah. I'm gonna sue you. I mean, it's
0: guess what you're gonna lose money
1: suing me yeah, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I. I don't understand. Uh, so so me, personally, uh, if I disclose, yep. I start a timer. Right? Okay. If I don't hear Can back from you. Can I ask what you, that timer is? 90 days. 90 days. 90 days.
0: For the first talk back or for uh, fix?
1: No, no, no. We So once we're talking, right, everything's mm-hmm. up for negotiation, right? And everything – and I I don't want to be a thing I found to get all the MSPs in the world popped, right? Like I, yeah. I don't want that to be a thing. Uh, but – if you're not going to answer me in ninety days, then uh, I will go public with it because I promise you. And we were talking about this before we started here. Yeah. As soon as as soon as it's public, it gets fixed. Yeah, with one hundred percent certainty. As soon as yeah. it's public, right? Even if they're ignoring now, they you, might sue you, or they might do the crap, or try to yeah. like legal. But it, but it does get fixed. It one hundred percent gets yeah. fixed, right? So I, you know, I've been I kind of have this thing for being like a jerked no people i've never and, heard that actually and you know i do it <laughs> i love sorry, you though <laughs> but also, but i'm actually a really reasonable guy right like yeah the yeah, the yeah. jerk in public is because it's effective right yes. it's like at some point or another like i am having conversations yeah like the chrome 57 yeah. still
0: exists yeah. and I, i'm not naming that name on that vendor but it still exists right and, yeah. and i have never made it public
1: are they i mean are are they uh oh uh,
0: now trouble's now walking up here, here. How do you feel about vulnerability disclosure programs, Wes Spencer?
2: Uh, (laughs) We don't don't quite have enough of them around. I can tell you that much. (laughs) Uh, What are we talking about? Vulnerability
0: disclosure programs. We we were talking (laughs) about the different methodologies of vulnerability disclosure programs and vendors today and how they kind of treat vulnerabilities when when private versus when public. Like, you know, kind of the Jason Slagle being
2: a jerk comment came up. Yeah.
1: not a not jerk? A, you? But I'm not a jerk. I'm only a jerk publicly because what, it works. What do, what do I call you? you remember? Uh Uh-oh. This is good. Uh
2: I call you a yeah, truth, truth speaker. speaker. Yeah. I yeah. call him a truth speaker. Like what all yeah. what all is Because me? what you do a good yeah. job of is forcing people, no matter who they are, into doing the right thing and speaking yeah. the truth when the truth needs to be spoken. There's not a lot of people out there that are like that
1: yeah I so it's interesting because I do have uh, I have people that are afraid to engage some of these vendors uh, because uh, they're afraid of legal blowback uh, what is what it, was it? good
0: enough said acknowledgement should be ASAP Communication is not. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was asking your timer. We we're, really right? were talking.
1: About, I put so when I report, I put a vendor on a timer immediately. Yeah. Ninety days. If I don't hear from you in ninety days, is it going public? Once once it comes out, we'll negotiate, right? Like you need time to fix it. I totally get that. Yeah. Right. Like, but if if I don't put, I have found that if I start the communications with this will be disclosed publicly in ninety days if not acknowledged, one hundred percent of the time I get an answer.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Like, if I don't do that, half the time you don't.
2: Yeah. And then they're going to wait on it. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I was last night, you and I were talking about that crypto thing that, that came out and there's point six billion dollars billion. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. And I covered one that was that happened before that with uh, was Crypto.com. Yeah. And, and that was a good example of one that, like, they they waited too long and then they made some incorrect statements yeah. of what they said happened and didn't happen. Yep. And you know what? The, the, the funny thing is, logs don't lie.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, correct. Yeah. no
2: logs tell nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. That's true too, and and so I think when it, like even that comment that I just read right there that you said, you know, like disclose as soon as possible. Yeah, you do need to because if you don't, yeah, and the the logs are not going to lie. Yeah. Um, right. Now yeah. we do need to be careful and let's be accurate. You know, right. let's have the yeah. right information. Yes. Yep. But yes, and I think putting that those ninety days or whatever are, yeah. arbitrary the arbitrary number is, ninety is the forces. industry standard, right? Yes. So. Yeah. And if we, you, you've got to put some teeth behind.
1: Yeah.
0: You. Yeah.
2: If you were designing
0: a program, so you are a vendor, Wes, you made the newest widget in the world. Let's call it Urch. We're gonna call it Urch. I like Urch. Urch is a Urge, cool name. Urge, I love it. It's beautiful, like a yeah. bird. So let's call it Urch, and you're starting Urch. Do you do an internal Volume program? Do you do an external that someone else is managing so that you have the trust? Or do you do no program and just take the calls as they come so that you don't wrap rules around?
2: Them? That's I like that. I think this is an evolving discussion. I can say in the early days at Perch, it was nothing. Uh, had something happen... But good people
0: that are willing to yeah. take the call and fix stuff, right? Yes, like, yeah, and yeah.
2: We're, we're also not afraid to say, whoa, there's something here we've got to go fix and correct, yeah. right? Um, and also, small, young, hungry companies are, A, going to have the, abil- the nimble ability to correct something much quicker.
0: Yeah, hey, for man, sure. Earlier code base. Like that's, right. Product, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. And yeah. two...
2: You don't have to worry about massive shareholders being so worried yeah. about what's the public perception. Just fix it and move on. A good example of this, Huntress published one you know, a while back from a small mistake, but yep. they were quick to publish it. Of their Of their quick, own. Right. Yeah. Very quick to publish it because they could and yeah. because they knew they should and because, let's be honest, it was easy for them to yeah. do that. Uh, yeah. And I think big companies can learn from all that. So going back to answer your question, I, we started with nothing. When I start with nothing today, I definitely wouldn't outsource it yet because the but if, if it's brand new startup, The money's not there, right? But I think you can do a good job of disclosing on your website, here's how we handle this. If you have something to share, security at, And then you just handle that, you know, as it comes in because you're going to have the leeway and capability.
1: Yeah, you have to have security at – has to exist everywhere, right? And then I would recommend security.txt, right? The well-known security text And just use that as your
0: delivery mechanism to say, here's what I want you to do. Yeah, correct. Yeah,
1: it's – so, I mean – the, where the program helps me is like, what is in and out of scope? What am I allowed to poke at without you coming at me legally? It yeah, was going to cripple my infrastructure yeah. for you testing with your
0: fuzz, uh, right? Yeah, Versus
1: not. I mean, one of the big vendors, right, like in our space you know, I went and ran DNS dumpster on one of their domains. And, oh, my God, it was, like the amount of stuff that was returned back. I had the same poor using <clears> cert.sh <throat> on a few of those. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, cert.sh or a DNS dumpster, you run a mass, right, if you're using your CaliBox. Uh, but, you you know, you come back with this huge attack surface. And so, which of these – so, I come across an open on-the-internet-identity-provider box, right, that yeah. looks like it might have and a lot of it turns out in it's it. actually
0: their – they're, yeah. uh, you know, what do you call it's... it? A uh, honeypot, right? Yeah. Like, it's actually really a honeypot.
1: Well, it could be. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but is that in or out of scope, right? Am I allowed to right. poke that, right? Like, or are you going to come swinging at me because I poked it and it's out of scope? Like, define the rules of engagement. The only problem with the scope conversation in my mind is none of the threat actors give a shit about scope. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yes. Like, that, that's 100%. the least
0: perfect, pure argument. Right? Yeah, like, it is,
1: I, I agree with that.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, it's like setting rules of engagement, but like, in war, if I
2: win,
1: I'm yeah. effective
0: in my rules of engagement. Well, but I said, I was
1: we like talking I to need. somebody yesterday and they were talking about like how to, how to get better. And I'm like, winning is easy. You just have to be the best. Yeah.
0: Right? Like, <laughs> right. Or the I most mean, inf- or flexible on your so, goals,
1: Uh Yeah. The, and so the threat actors, you're right. They don't care. But, you know, there are, there's a lot of interesting side things, right? Like uh, denial of service, right? Yeah. It's like there are, obviously you don't want to denial of service a vendor. Especially if they have uh, a paid denial yeah. service,
0: service you're going to kick them over to as you're doing that and pay yeah. actual costs. Yeah, well, yeah, now everyone's getting the cloudflare flare pop up. Yeah, yeah. Type in this seven codes yeah. to tell me if you're actually a real person.
1: Uh, so, I mean, the scope thing is, is nice to know, right? And I, but I, I do agree with you that in theory everything should be in scope, but yes. in practice, uh, in practice, I'm not sure uh, that we can put everything in scope. Uh,
0: we got, got a yeah. frame.
1: Yeah, we got to try we got to work the mic this out. way,
0: one mic that way. Yeah. Every other can still hear, so okay. hopefully so. Uh,
1: so yeah, I mean, they're they're, but also how to report, right? Like, uh, uh, who do I contact? What kind of response time can yeah. I like expect? Right, like whether or not we'll, there's non disclosure agreement,
0: you know, Matt yeah, Lee, that conversation that triggered you and got us on this path.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we can go there in a minute, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I I want those things defined for every company, right? And in the, the effort to do that, I agree with you that until you're looking to do a bounty program, maybe you don't want to, uh, maybe you don't want to use a third party. That's a
0: fair way to delineate. Yeah. If you're not going to try to actually incur by paying and yeah. saying I have a, a public bug, bug bounty program, then that would be where you might privatize that, yeah. and just Externalize,
1: but money. now with the whole DIVD thing, assuming they're effective at well, doing what I think they're gonna be effective at, there's less incentive for a lot of these small vendors to run a bounty program because DMVD is willing to pay the bounties, so. And
0: you might might be making sure that it's fair to the person that's reporting it. You know, the challenge I have, and this is the, you know, John Murchison, he's not here but to call his name. John Murchison has this belief that, you know, the challenge with doing a bug bounty program or doing a public disclosure program or doing those things then it makes it easier for the threat actors and yeah. it incur more people that are, you know, not necessarily gray hat, but maybe more black so, hat yeah. so, to poke at your system. I think if it's in public, it's in scope. Yeah. Somebody said uh, that just a minute ago. I think it was Matthias.
1: I'll say the same thing to you, I said to you earlier when we were talking about it. That is the MSP equivalent of running RDP on 3390, right? Like the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that, the, the well, we don't want bad actors to come look at our stuff. Guess what? This industry is huge and the payouts yeah. are giant. They're already looking at your stuff. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, let somebody, let some up-and-coming security researcher poke at your stuff, right? Because they want to make a name for themselves or because they need a little bit extra money to fund their TriHackMe subscription, and right? Really like
0: I see it is, I want during the time period in which I'm assessing as a vendor yeah. how I'm going to fix it.
1: To be under NDA. I after that, 100. Don't give a fuck. So oh, wait, wait, I get one
0: of those. I get one That was your one. Somehow, somehow,
1: I haven't done it yet, which I know. is I'm shocking. To go to the yeah. Party. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I I think the
2: other thing too that's good about them, we talked about this a little bit, but it, it demonstrates a fair amount of transparency. And yeah. Like, I yeah. prove to you that I care because yeah. I have a process for yeah. this, and, and you're it, humble enough to have the transparency. Yep. That, that that's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And I so, think where you see companies get themselves in a whole world of trouble, we see this over and over and over, is a, if they don't have a bug bounty program, they don't have the formality behind it to handle yeah. it in the right way. Nor the
0: operational formality internally
2: to get that in the next sprint
0: yeah. or in the yeah. base code base yeah. or in the next thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, security issues, I think, should 100% of the time or not, most of the time be out of cycle releases, right? It's like, I don't need to wait. Like this doesn't need to wait because you got the next two releases locked in. Right. It doesn't need to wait three months until your third release because you're releasing monthly. Like that's silly. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, and I did touch
0: on this in long form. With, yeah. With Dado last uh, last beard banter. Yeah. And actually had the conversation and I liked some of the points he was making around you know making sure that you incentivize the people that are product management to include security as part of their score, right? And say, okay, you can push off this security thing one time, but if you do, you got to kill two more in your back queue yeah. in order to do that, right? So, like, giving them operations to still succeed and be paid and have that be part of their bonus structure to actually organize that. But in the same breath, if you have an out-of-band team that can yeah. Do that, I think the problem is the context that gets
2: you, lost. you know one of the things we did at Perch, uh, and this is, uh, I'll call his name out because he deserves credit for his oh, Charles Burgess. Okay. Uh, Charles did something really cool at Perch. Um, he pitched to the entire team, hey, we want to create this sprint defense, sprint offense framework uh, for our devs. And so when we're going through sprint cycles, certain devs come off of sprint offense yeah. where they're building features. They're, they're killing the roadmap into whatever comes up. We're going to defend the offense team that's building features. Yes. And we're going to protect… When a bug comes up, if it's a something like this that causes you to have out of band, if it's usually bug four J, let's say. Yeah, yeah. and I think there's a. I never it. really thought about DevOps like that before, sure. and we moved to it, and it worked really well. so yeah. sometimes we'd have a big, big, split? big sprint shift a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> so I was just gonna say I think it depended on what what was in the sprint. If it was a okay. massive, colossal thing, we might just have two on defense. Yeah, gotcha. if we finished a bunch of stuff, and we're just gonna kind of finish a few bugs on the sprint and just whatever then we might put four or five into it and the cool thing is when you're not handling something that actively comes up for the defense team then they just get to go quash bugs or whatever they yeah. want so after yeah. but you have a team dedicated to yeah, it yeah i've never I, seen anyone doing that before it worked really well
1: for Perch. i think yeah. that's really important i uh, have uh i mean i'm of the mindset software development wise uh that you bugs come <laughs>
0: Critic- yeah, you'll see the HR department when I get back. Uh, <laughs> uh, critical <laughs>
1: bugs come first, right? Like you, we shouldn't be adding features one critical. Oh, bugs and criticality exists. and yeah. risk should
0: be part of the conversation, right? Like, Has to be. And, and I think part of the problem is even at Pax Eight, there's some actually well-known humans out here that have sent in bugs that weren't bugs. They were like, yeah. "Hey, your security dot text points." To they were hygienic, right? They had yeah. not much risk. They were they were accurate statements. They just weren't actionable directly at that time. It didn't matter that much, and so. Um, I, I get that this is a bit of an immature industry, I yeah, think. and I think that's part of this yeah. as well is the security research itself. Yeah, the pay structure for how one gets funded. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, I would challenge vendors to do this, right? So we're at, we're at a trade show here. Yep. You're spending; these vendors are spending a crap ton of money on junk they're giving away. What?
0: No, no, this is me agreeing
1: okay, with Okay, okay. I only, I
0: have, I have eyes that point two different directions. That's
1: <laughs> so what I really want to agree on. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: so uh, uh, I thought I swore. No, uh, no. Uh, so we have, you're spending so much money on stuff here, right? Like, you know, maybe if you put some of the money that you're going to pay the PR team after you have a critical bug into, the things before you have a critical bug, you wouldn't have a critical bug, right? Yeah. So once once these things go public, they'll spend millions of dollars defending them, right, and trying to trying to recover from their reputational loss of it. Yeah. That a fraction of that money uh, could be used to fund a program that may find those bugs before they are found by a threat. And, and the other
0: yeah. argument I'll make for a vendor: this is maybe I'm being wrong here, and y'all can tell me right now. The only legislative or, or prosecutorial answer right now around this is reasonable person. If I have a bug bounty program where I yeah. can show me getting bugs, quashing bugs, and healthily responding with very transparent and humble belief, 12 people in a jury, probably going to see that as at least a reasonable person. Like, yeah. But if I, on the other side, say, oh, all bugs are reported, we stick them in Johnny's email box, it never goes anywhere further, let's call Johnny whoever, yeah. you know who Johnny is in my yeah. mind, right? Where it just comes in, people are, are being quashed by just being told, oh, yeah, we'll get to you, we'll get to you, we'll get to you. Yeah. That's not very
1: defensible. No, it's Right? Not. That, that yeah. doesn't look good in
0: front of 12 peers that are talking about this. Yeah.
1: So the magic words that I've been using with some vendors lately is, are you going to compensate me if I get hit because of this, right? And yeah. that usually can get wheels turning. Uh, yeah. I mean, you were privy to it, some of those conversations I had with.
2: <laughs> it forces you it forces them to think about the things they need to think about. What does the litigation look like? Should that come up? And I think those are healthy things to force you into the precursor to this. And if I might make an analogy here, I I, I don't mean to get too political. Maybe I don't mean to get political at all, but I think a lot of this can, you know, you look at what's happening like policing here in the U S there's a correlation here to a lesser degree, but like, we where where we're going as a nation takes some time for us to be like, yeah, we've done some things wrong in the yeah, past and we story. need to fix some of this. And we've got a course correct. And it doesn't happen automatically. It takes yeah. some work. Yeah. And I think when you look at vulnerability, yeah. like you look at where we're at today compared to four or five years ago, have, way better. Yeah. You to remember the uh, yeah. Uber CISO and the Uber CEO with their very first breach? I mean, yeah. like total malicious up. I was to that totally yeah. malicious. Yeah. There was rumor they're going to be indicted. They, they weren't like from that scale to where we're at today.
1: I'm glad that we've moved the needle. Oh, a hundred percent. And I I mean, to be fair, the vendors in our space are also mostly improving. Yeah. Right? Like the response responsiveness you get, they CISOs are a thing now, right? Like and yeah. some of external them are CISOs very yeah, yeah. external, Ex- yeah. External. The one that doesn't have to have his yeah. resume is fantastic all the time. Uh, uh the, it, but does anyway sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, so things are getting better. There are still some vendors who, again, I won't name because yeah. we're not going to do that here. Uh, like yeah, that, yeah. I uh, watch so yeah. Uh, that just don't engage with the community, right? And I think it's unfortunate. I think eventually, it's endearing to engage with the community, though. If yeah. I'm a security
0: researcher or someone that has some thoughts and I don't like what you're doing, yeah. And you take it, you take it humbly, and you tell me what you yeah. can do about it and how you can. Yeah. Like I'm okay with that. Like I know you didn't get it. It's kind of back to your policing. There's there are endemic things that have been part of our, our society, right? Women didn't vote until very, not too long ago. Yeah. And as we start to correct those, there's still the long tail of that correction that exists. Yeah. And I'm not an advocate for stopping business. I'm not an advocate for dropping and saying, oh, you've got to rebuild, this is all done. No, I understand this pragmatist that we yeah. have to go forward from this, but it is definitely very immature in yeah. the s S&P space. And I think it correlates to, they've had a very, very immature consumer yeah, if they you're do. a company making a product and you have an immature consumer, you know what's good because you're the only person that's judging good.
1: Um, I, I mean, I also think that, you know, we have a uh, a young, hungry industry that uh, with, I'm just going to say it, stupid multipliers that exit, right? So there's a lot of companies out there, right, that like security doesn't make you money, right? So, yeah. you know, build, 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 build. We'll think about it later, right? right? And then you either, they either don't think about it or they just get Bought and they exit right and the and that so stuff. Buys their yeah, event. so
2: and and I'm seeing change in that, which is good. A case yeah. in point, especially in healthcare, like healthcare because they've so rightly defined what EPHI is yep. and yeah. the ramifications of that post acquisition. Yep. So we have a very large healthcare org that I've I've worked with, like literally 200,000 employees that's buying hospitals left and right, and they've gotten into multiple post acquisition litigation of an active threat and now you have lawyers that come together and yeah. point the fingers and it gets to be a nightmare because the contracts are not always clear of what happens from a security event that we can or maybe can't prove happened before the they acquisition forge, yeah. is complete yep. and, and they're like this is so much of a mess for us we're never doing this again so they they finally finally yeah. they have baked security in the m&a process yeah As far as the legal ramifications of the existing security in terms of, we won't complete the acquisition until we're sure. We all know what sure means, right? But reasonable now. We're going to put a lot of controls in there to make sure. And we're going to have agreement to say, if we can demonstrate from log data that an incident did occur before this acquisition, that is coming out of your pocket. We baked in a gross negligence
0: clause in our acquisition of an MSP. And I think it goes back to that prosecutorial challenge. We went to go act on it because we did lose a million dollars. It was actually the one moment I could think about and cry on command. Right? If I was going to be an actor, I would think about that breach and cry. Yeah. Easy, right? Almost there. Sorry, <laughs> I got there. But you know, as we thought about that, we went back afterwards and said, "Okay, we want to try to prove the gross negligence cause. We want to act on the insurance." We spent almost two years chasing the insurance aspect of that, and and even though it was plain and, and simple yeah. in there, but I think you're right on the on the healthcare side. You have a much more robust and built-in penalty phase, right? You have a cost. I'm going to have to pay for credit monitoring for that person. I'm going to have to do a notification that's meaningful, and I'm going to have to pay for that. And that's $5.7 million out of this cost, and that makes my ROI another 13 months further than where I was going to be on this acquisition. And I think that's what we don't have in... Somebody that makes widget number seven for MSP number 43, right? And I think that's part of the challenge that we have today. If we wanted to give any parting advice, I don't want to go too much further than our allotted time. And I obviously have a date with the HR department. But uh, that's why this is my personal show. and It doesn't express the the visions and opinions of max 8 themselves. Um, But if you guys had parting thoughts, what would your your advice to any vendor that has nothing yet? They're the ones that would have taken Jason's call and said, okay, Jason, thanks. See you.
1: So I'll plug a thing I'm working on with Ray. We're trying to build a workshop for to help vendors through that process a little bit, right? Uh, uh, My advice would be do something, right? Like just start with a page. Security.txt is a good way to do it. Make sure security ad exists, right? Make sure that if somebody finds something, they have a way to bring it to you. That's the start. Like just start there.
0: Yeah. But I mean, are you going to, just to dig into that for just a second, are you planning on walking through the other operational aspects of this. So first there's the report. How yes. do we receive it? Yes. How do we deal with it? How yes. do we report it? How do we give reward? Yeah, are walking through each uh, of those segments. I, I
1: wasn't necessarily planning to talk about the bounty piece of it, okay. uh, but I am planning on the, what I think notification, and I'm going to try to give options. I yeah. am an opinionated guy,
0: no. so
1: I will call out what I think is the best option, but I think it's what's right for you. Yeah. 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 I, but I'm going to try to lay out all the options. Right. Like, you know, we can have the NDA discussion, right? Yep. Like there, I'm not a fan, but I understand why people do it. Uh, it will. So I'll talk about that. I'll talk about the process, how you should communicate back with uh, the reporter. Right. And then I will talk about disclosure, right? Like it's, this is so much better when I can, when I've submitted stuff, when I can disclose with the vendor, Yeah, it's way better.
0: And, and- how much more sticky are you as a yeah. consumer of their product if they let you get up on stage and say, I care enough about you and me and all these other people here that I reported this? Like that, Yeah, that is PR, that is driving forward your yeah. career, and I don't hate anybody for that conversation, yeah. right?
2: Uh, Wes, any brilliant party uh, thoughts not, for us? There's nothing I can add that you didn't already say. I was just going to say, I think now is the time to engage the community. Right, if you're if you're a MSP vendor and you don't really you're not security, you're not building a security product, you don't have a lot of security in house talent, maybe zero, this is why the community exists. This is why we three are sitting here together. This is why Great. we're all here at Right of Boom. This is why I think almost all of the good guys in security will take a call and yeah, say 100%. Yeah, here's what I think, here's yeah. what you should do. Um, I, would, I would start making those connections and be humble enough to just go and ask people for things you don't know about, right? Yeah. That, that's what, open the conversations. Yeah. That's a life lesson, not just a vulnerability discussion yeah. lesson, yeah. right? Just be
0: humble and, and understand that there's more to learn. But I will say, I hadn't thought about it like this, but you're right. If I look back four or five years ago and I'm in the same boat, and the same level of disclosure, it's definitely better. Something's wrong. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's definitely better, and I think we're heading oh, towards yeah. the right yeah. way. Yeah, I but thought you yeah. meant if I hadn't changed. No, the no, you right. It would have then... been really bad. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, I'm just saying I, I hadn't. It actually hadn't dawned on me that you know even though I sit here in this space where we're frustrated about it, it is better. It's hundred percent better. Good majority. Yeah. of
1: yeah, Pundress, Vendor, I'll give them a big yeah, shout out. They're, they're fantastic. I mean, yeah, they're pushing fantastic uh, they're, those companies are pushing the rest of the industry forward, and vendors are starting to ask how we do this, the smaller ones. Yeah, and that's that's what I would that's we what have I want see.
0: A deeper dive with DIVD uh, in a week and a half to actually get much more in depth. Can we help you build the program? Okay, as well, so that we can actually add some other are, controls. Are you on the buildings. Tuesday thing? No. Okay. No, this, is, this is one some private from one entity to another okay. entity named Rax8 and, okay. uh, and potentially B-I-V-D. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for all tuning in. Yeah. Um, Jason, I want to ask one thing. If they want to reach out to you as a vendor watching yeah. this and participate with you, either help you or be yeah. part of that class, what's the best way to get in touch with
1: Just ping on LinkedIn.
0: Okay. So Jason Slagle, AKA Jason McGee today, uh, only because there are no identification controls for getting your badge at the front desk for this game. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Yeah, See you later.